0: Hey there, and this one, I'm gonna explain how I create music. It's one of the things in my life that gives me pure joy, and I thought I'd share the process with you. But first, some coffee. On coffee break. I so how do I create my music? It's actually quite a lengthy process to start off with an idea in my mind and then seeing it through to full completion. Tracks that you hear in the big Spotify playlists or on the radio usually go through many hands before you hear it. You usually have a producer who creates the instrumental, then you have a songwriter who creates the lyrics. Then you have the vocalist who records the vocals. Keep in mind that there are several producers and several songwriters a lot of the time. Once instrumental is satisfactory and the vocals are satisfactory, then comes the next part. Mixing and mastering. Mixing a track Usually requires a sound engineer who fixes all of the instruments and vocal levels so that they mesh well with one another. So they take each instrument and each instance of vocals and they tweak each of them individually. Some instruments clash with each other because they're playing at the same sound frequencies. So tweaks need to happen to make them play well with each other. Then you have the volumes. You need to send some instruments more to the back while bringing some to the foreground. The same goes for vocals. Then you take the entire song, the entire track, and you bring it up to an acceptable volume so that it's loud enough, but not too loud that it sounds bad to the ears. The sound engineer might want to make additional tweaks at this point to certain sound frequencies to make the whole song sound more pleasing to the ears. And that's what mastering is. So that was your crash course of the basics of how people make music. This whole process might vary from artist to artist, but these things are the bare bones to making pretty much any song. Now, in my case, since I don't have access to all these professionals in my back pocket, I do pretty much all of these processes myself. But the upside to this is that I have full creative control over every aspect, and it also gives me a chance to learn more of the whole process of music making as I go through the motions. Since I started making music as a producer first, I'm naturally more inclined to make the instrumental first. So I guess you could say that the instrumental of each song defines which path the vocals will take. I'll start off with a melody in my head and I'll start to figure out with the atmosphere the song will generally have with my upcoming song called uh talk i wanted it to be extremely in your face it's a rude song and it points fingers at people so the instrumental needed to be punchy and aggressive but i can never just leave it at that every one of my song leans heavily on instrumental melodies i just can't live without these melodies The atmosphere is also usually a very specific feeling that I'm trying to convey through the song. Once I have a rough idea of these things in my head, I'll sit down on my laptop and I'll start to look for specific instruments that will carry the song. The main instruments or the leads, it can be organic instruments such as, I don't know, a piano or it can be a grungy synthesizer sound doesn't matter as long as that instruments fit the atmosphere. Once I've figured out the instrument or instruments, I'll start tweaking how it sounds. I'll give it more reverb, which will give it space, or I'll add delays or echoes. I'll tweak the frequencies too, so I'll adjust certain sound frequencies. Sometimes the bass of an instrument needs to be toned down Sometimes certain higher frequencies need to be brought up. Whatever the instrument needs, I'll then add more instruments, including drums, a kick, a snare, some hi-hats, some more instruments. With all these new instruments, I'll tweak each of them to sound more pleasing to the ear. I'll add effects to them. I'll also adjust the frequencies so that they all play well with each other and so that they don't clash, or else the song will not sound pleasing to the ears. It's a hefty process, but it needs to be done in order to get the cleanest sounding song possible. This is when I'll start to think about vocal melodies, or if I'm, I don't know, rapping, I'll start thinking about the flow of the vocals. Again, I think uh, back to the specific atmosphere that I'm trying to create, the specific feeling I'm trying to deliver to the listener. And I'll start etching away at vocals. Here's the caveat, though. I'll only start working on the vocals once I have a basic foundation of the instrumental laid out. So the intro bit, the verse, and the chorus they all need to have a backbone in order for me to move on. This process takes a while because it's exploratory. I'll work on a melody for I don't know, hours, then delete the entire thing because it just doesn't sound right. So this part might take a few hours, all the way to days, sometimes weeks. During this part, uh, there can be a lot of moments where I'll feel like pulling my hair out. But if I'm persistent, I'll eventually get to something I kind of like and in rare cases, I'll kind of love. Now comes the hardest part for me, the songwriting. As I said earlier, I started off as a producer, then I ventured into vocals. So writing vocals is harder for me than making instrumentals. I get a notepad uh, out or start the notepad app on my phone and start writing an essay. I'm not kidding. I I write essays for my song. Since it's easy to get lost in so many different thoughts, I find it better to clearly outline the specific things I want to say in the song. I'll write like, I don't know, a 1000 to 2000 words so that all my thoughts are on paper. It's free-flow writing, so it doesn't take too long. Also, whatever I write is something I'm pretty passionate about, so it flies out of my mind usually. Once I have all my thoughts on paper, I look at specific chunks, and I'll start to fit them into the lyric form. For lyrics to work with an instrumental, there's a lot of finessing that needs to happen Because an instrumental can be, I don't know, 4 by 4 beat at a certain tempo or speed. Uh, So the vocals need to fit in properly. So I'll add and delete till the cows come home. I'll use websites like RhymeZone to help me think of words that rhyme. I'll think about synonyms that have a greater impact than the words I started out with. Sometimes a word just doesn't sound cool enough. It simply just sounds lame, so or it just sounds weird when I try to fit into a sentence. So, again, it might need a synonym or it might need to be explained in a different form. Either way, this is the process that takes the most amount of my brain power. During this part, I'll also start to hum melodies for the vocals, I'll start to rap or sing out loud while the instrumental is playing on a loop in the background. It's always good to have the instrumental in the background while I'm writing the lyrics. It helps to lay the vocals in better. Once I have the lyrics written and I'm generally happy with them, I'll put the instrumental on a loop and I'll fire up the mic. In terms of my mic setup, I have a mic called the Shure SM7B. Michael Jackson used it to record Thriller. Drake used it to record parts of Take Care. You'll see it perched up in front of Joe Rogan as he's recording his podcast. So it's a great mic. It has this warm vintage tone that a lot of people love, but it's a quiet mic. No, I'm not saying that it speaks to me quietly. The vocals that records through it come out quiet. So I have this thing called the cloud lifter attached to it, which gives the vocals a a gain in volume without adding any noise to it. The main thing to notice for when recording vocals is to have the sound be as clear as possible without any noise as you might've guessed. So the cloud lifter is a great piece of gear that gives the vocals coming from the mic, a very clean increase in volume. Then the vocals will go into a mic preamp, a pre-amplifier and channel strip called the DBX286S. The reason for why I got this is because I wanted to get my voice as close to the desired state, and the sound that I want, right, as I record into my computer. So what it does is that it gives me control over what and how my vocals are getting recorded. It has a de-esser, which dampens the S's and P's. So it's the S and the P, the Ps. Without dampening these specific higher frequency sounds, the vocals will actually sound very irritating. I mean, it's happening right now. So the S's and Ps right now are not sounding that bad. So it's very necessary. Then there's a compressor in it, which levels out the volume of my, of my vocals. Now, when you're speaking or recording, it's impossible to deliver vocals in, in the same volume. Some words will be quieter, some will be louder. So the compressor automatically adjusts the volume so that the words that sound too loud will be brought down to a generally same level. Then there are a few other things that the DBX286S has that can be used to make the vocal sound more pleasing. Then the vocals go into an audio interface. I myself use this interface called the Focusrite Claret. Now what this interface does is it turns the vocals from analog to a digital signal so that the computer can save it in a digital form. Yeah, we're getting pretty nerdy here, but I just want to explain these things to you. I mean, I don't know, it might come in handy at some point. All these things happen instantaneously. The vocals go from my mic through the cloud lifter through the DBX286S, the preamp, then through the Focusrite interface, then into my laptop instantly. Well, That's getting too long, so I'll have to do a part two of this is the next episode, as you can see. It's a lengthy process already, but this is only half of the battle. But it's very fun for me. Actually, you know, it gets pretty irritating at times, but it's all worth it at the end. Anyways, I hope you're doing well. I'll see you in the next one.